Hello, family and friends. We're here for day two with Pastor Mike Basket and his wife, Linda, from the Church of the Living Word in Boonville, Indiana. And uh, so excited about having you guys here for day two. And Pastor Mike was just talking in the previous podcast about giving his heart to Jesus in St. Louis and then moving on to Evansville. And I'm going to kick it back over to you, to Mike. I know you, maybe things get, went downhill for a little while in Evansville. Oh, yeah. Yeah, things did go downhill. Of course, I, I didn't have a church. I didn't have anybody really that I could talk to. So just like a lot of people, you know, I just went back to what I knew to do, which was worldly things. And, you know, that that got me into more trouble into deeper uh, problems, issues with alcohol, which led to drugs uh, in my life. So there were, you know, I, I had a, not a, it was, you know, it wasn't a typical drug habit like a lot of people have, but my, my big thing was, was alcohol. Mm-hmm. And I was always the type of person that I'd never had one beer. Mm-hmm. If I had one, it was 30, mm-hmm. 20 or 30. And people sometimes were amazed at how much I could drink and still stand up. But, you know, that only lasts for so long. And then you, you know, you start realizing that there's more to be to this life. And uh, I remember I met a, a Baptist uh, preacher and he kind of got me back into church for a little while. And I started growing, I, I grew a little bit in that situation. And then uh, again, just like a lot of people, I backslid back into the world and started doing things that I that I knew to do, but a lot of it mainly because I really didn't know the Bible. I'd never had anybody say, you know, you need to study the the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I always thought it. I, you know, in, in that time frame in my life, it was something the preacher needed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that we we the people we didn't know we, we didn't need to know the Bible. That was their jobs. Yeah. So I didn't even think about doing it myself. So a number of years later, with you know, for sake of time. A buddy of mine, we're going to go on this cruise, and you know I'm still I'm still partying and doing things like that, uh, still living my life my way, and uh, not really interested in in God or paying attention to Him, but you know all I can look back now and see see Him molding things and bringing things to pass in my life. Uh, I mean, there were so many times I should have been picked up for DUI. Uh, I mean, I had the police officers right there looking at me in the car. Beer literally sitting right there on the council, and I didn't get arrested. You know, looking back, you know, you thought, well, you were pretty lucky. No, no, God was watching out because he knew what would happen to you, and he didn't want you going down that path, you know. Anyway, and I believe, you know, I had people praying for me, family members that were praying for me, interceding for me, because that's the key right there is, is prayer. But anyway, we go on this cruise, and uh, we're driving down to Florida to go on the cruise. You know, we couldn't afford airfare, so we had to drive. So I remember, I could almost take you to the spot. It's down down right where Kentucky, uh, you switch over from Kentucky to, to Tennessee. It's, it's at that Kentucky-Tennessee border. Got down about that far, and I'm sitting. we're sitting there listening to, to music, and all of a sudden, I hear God speak to me. He said, son, after this trip, your life will never be the same. And I looked over at my friend because uh, I thought, did you hear what I just heard? And uh, he looked at me like he said, what's wrong? I said, did you hear anything? He said, no, no, not really. Just listen to the song. 
oh, okay. You know, so I just kind of covered that up because I was like, uh, well, I don't want to get into this, but I, I just, I realized it was the Lord speaking to me. Wow. So we, we go down there and again, at this time, I don't know anything about being led by the Spirit. I don't know anything about talking about praying. I, mm-hmm. I, I can't really say I, I really prayed because I didn't even know what prayer was. Mm-hmm. I thought that's something you did when you really needed, you know, you needed a miracle. I didn't, you know, have the revelation I have today that, you know, it's, it's just an ongoing flow of your daily life. Yeah. But anyway, so we go down there and we go on the cruise. And again, you know, I'll, I'll show you how my thinking was. I actually lost weight on the cruise. <laughs> now, I know you all you cruisers out there, how can you lose weight? Well, because I didn't I didn't know that you could keep going back and getting more food. <laughs> yeah. I would go to dinner and, and they would bring out a plate of food and I'd eat that. And I was like, okay. Uh, I guess I'm done. So I didn't, you know, uh, that was it. You know, I, I nobody told me, no, you can just keep eating if you want. If you want another steak, tell me, bring me another steak. So, you know, that's how my thinking was. So what winds up happening, though, is on this cruise, we're seated at a table. If you've ever been on a cruise, they seat you at a big table with a bunch of other people. I think of like eight to ten other uh, couples or uh, groups of people. And... We sit down at our table, and that's, those are kind of like your assigned seats. Uh, I can't remember where they they assigned them, or you just kind of had that impression, okay, this is where I'm supposed to sit. They were assigned. They were assigned? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and lo and behold, who sits next to me, but this fine lady here to the next to the right <laughs> of me right now, who winds up becoming my wife, uh, is sitting right there at the table. And I remember I really didn't say too much to her, and we didn't talk that much on the cruise. It got to be the last night of the cruise, and... And I, I said something to her about you know you want to go to the head of buffet because I was hungry. <laughs> you know, they had a buffet on the the, the last night. I was like, man, I'm really I could I could eat a horse right now. <laughs> and so I said, you know, hey, you want to you want to walk around on the on the ship before the buffet? And she said, sure. So we were walking around, and I got to talking to her, and and we you know exchanged phone numbers and. And things like that. And I said, would you mind me calling here after we got back? Which uh, we did. Uh, started uh, calling each other and talking to each other on the phone. She's living in in uh, Boonesboro, Maryland at the time. And, uh, you know, kind of how God had, had uh, intervened in my life is up until that time, I'm like in my, in my mid-30s. I didn't like reading. I never read. As a matter of fact, I could, at that time, I could probably count on one hand the number of books I had read in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And most of them was probably in grade school. Mm-hmm. So with one exception, I read the book Jaws. Okay. So other than that, I couldn't tell you the other four books that I had read in my life. All right. So I wasn't a great reader. But something happened to me, in the, in, and I'm kind of regressing a little bit to kind of set this whole stage. I got a desire to read because I gained an interest in the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And about the only way you're going to f- find out about the Civil War is you're going to have to do a lot of reading and studying. So I did, you know, and I read game plans. I read how the troops moved. And so I, you know, I was cultivating this desire to read. And unbeknownst to me, God had a plan in all this. Mm-hmm. So when my wife and I got together and I started talking to her. She's living in Boonesboro and she says, well, I, Antietam is just right down the road from me. It was five miles. Yeah, five miles down the road. Wow. You know, one of the bloodiest days in, in Civil War. 
So I said, well, I'm, I might have to, to come on over there and, and go visit that, which I did. And um, that was another awesome experience. But uh, we wound up getting married. And w- w- within six months after we met, we were married. Wow. So, and you know, the one thing different is because I was worldly at that time. I was, uh, you know, before we got married, I was of the world, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, you know, uh, some things that happened uh, with my wife, though. When I, when we got together, we did it the biblical way. We didn't have any premarital anything. Praise so God. So that was kind of God's hand in on the whole thing. Praise mm-hmm. God. So. Well, praise God. Looking forward to tomorrow, Pastor. If you would, please pray for our listeners. All right. Well, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this time together. And thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy upon our lives, Father. We just thank you for touching people's souls and their hearts, Father. We thank you for developing that relationship with you, Lord, through your word. And, Father, through the testimonies that you said in the book of Revelation, we overcome by the by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We thank you for this testimony, glorifying you, Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, you can contact Pastor Mike and Linda at the Church of the Living Word Boonville Facebook page. And you can contact our ministry at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We're looking forward to tomorrow. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.